The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Hannah, we have a guest coming on here in just a little bit who's an author. She does fantasy romance. I'm not exactly sure what that is. Oh, I do. You, you know what that oh, is? Oh, I know what that is, yeah. All right. Well, because I, I don't. I mean, is this like they're riding on a dragon in a sexy outfit? No, like, no, no. Okay. I'm, I've, yeah, I've researched her. These are, these are going to be good books. Okay. All right. She's in, she, she grew up in Evergreen Park, went to Evergreen Park High School, lives in Oak Lawn, and uh, has already been published a couple of books, I think. And has a new one coming out. So we're, we're going to get with her in, in just a little bit here. You, on the other hand, in the romance <laughs> fantasy genre, people are very curious. So before we get to our, our romantic author, uh, you had multiple dates with that one dude. I did. And now I'm hearing you're not going out with him anymore. Not going out with him anymore, you no. You dropped him. What did he do? It's just I just wasn't connecting with him. He was too quiet. You were gushing over I him. I know, but you get to know somebody. You're like, are you ever going to open up? Are you ever going to cut loose? Are you ever going to do anything funny? Are you ever going to laugh? So let me get this straight. So what you want is you want a person that's like, you know, not crazy on the first few dates, but then gets crazy later on. Yeah, that- show your, have some personality. You know, don't be a workaholic. Now, what if he would have shown up and he would have been Mr. Personality on the first date? Would it have been too much for you? No, not at all. No. No, not at all. Well, then shouldn't you have been able to figure that out when you started? Well, you think he's shy at first, you know? So you're waiting for, yeah. you're thinking there's layers. I'm thinking there's layers. You're like, this is an onion, but it wasn't an onion. It, it, it wasn't an onion, no. It was just, it was a, just an just, apple. Just an apple. Yeah, I was going to say apple. <laughs> <laughs> it was just an apple. What you see is what you get. And this episode of the EP Podcast brought to you proudly by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. They invest in the EP community. After all, they love the area as much as you do. Plus, with their total access checking account, you get free ATMs nationwide and a $300 bonus with qualifying activities. They're giving great rates on CDs in their statement saving special. Plus, they'll set up accounts for the entire family. All of my kids have one, and I'm able to keep track of what they're doing. You can learn more at bankevergreenpark.com, but stop in and see them in an iconic building at 95th and Pulaski. Say hi. Ask any question you want. They'll take care of you. I've uh, started uh, started seeing someone that I was seeing like back around Christmas. We kind of like fell off the radar. So yeah, I know because I was already told I was supposed to meet this person. I mean, you don't have oh, to, come on. but you, you know, it would be nice if you did. Erica sits there and she goes, Hannah wants us to go have drinks this weekend with this guy. And I'm thinking it's auto show, dude. No, no. Right. It's and she's like, no, no, no. It's a different guy. He's a Marine. A former Marine. Yes. Okay. But once All a Marine, right. always a like Marine. Like built. Tough guy? Yeah. Yeah. He's got muscles. Yeah, I know your type. I figured, you He's know, got like, muscles. this is so your type. He's Big, got muscles and tattoos. Muscular, tattooed Marine. Yeah. That's what you- <laughs> Yeah, America. <laughs> America. That's what you want. Yeah, yeah, America. <laughs> Give me a okay? man. <laughs> if I get, every once in a while, I might just get a little crazy. Right? Crazy. right, but I mean, like, if somebody bumps you in a bar, he could also snap his neck in three seconds. Like, I'm sure he could. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely sure he could. <laughs> All right, so Hannah's got a lean, mean fighting machine that I'm supposed I'm supposed to meet. The, like, like I thought this was funny because I've heard about every one of these people. I had the moat that came down to the basement. The so mope. is the reason why I haven't met the other ones because I was so mean to the moat? No, 
I you're just, like they I'm, have to I'm be cautious. at a certain they have to be at a certain level before I'm bringing Chris around because he's just gonna make fun of them. Well, I mean that normally I would not bring someone that I'm seeing around my friends unless like I had a good feeling about this person. The right. mope was just like we were already hanging out and right. I was driving him. Right. So I was like, let's just stop by my friend Chris and Erica. Yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> So you got stuck with the moat for a little while. All right. And so this must be serious. So, I mean, you know. Or at least serious enough that you, you know want what, to You know what Rob. he said? He's told me he thinks he's ready to delete the app. What, that silly app that like. Yeah, the, the, the thing app. like you have this app until you delete it yeah. forever. Yeah. And he's ready. That was a line? That was his line. He You're told get, me oh, that. I, I thought it was sweet. His line was. I think I'm ready to delete the app. Hey, baby. I'm thinking I'm ready to delete that app. We're, we're painting. He just bought a new house. I'm helping him paint, and he's got a paint roller in his hands, and right. I'm painting, and he just right, looks right. at me mid-painting. Mid he just looks at me and yeah. goes, I think I'm ready to delete the app. And I just stopped painting. I looked at him. I said, you are? <laughs> Sit down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar with Hannah and myself. We have Emily Hornberg. She is an author who, you went to Evergreen Park High School, didn't you? I did. That's amazing. And now you're over in Oak Lawn. Yeah. Were you you a writer when you were at EPCHS? I was. And actually, my first book, like the very, very early versions, I started when I was like 14. And like writing in my notebooks, like instead of doing my homework. (laughs) See, teachers think that we're wasting time and she's just building her future. So (laughs) Right, exactly. Okay, so you must have done something before you became a writer because you were telling me before we sat down and started talking, like first book comes out in 2020 during the pandemic. And I was like, oh, well, maybe people had a lot of time on their hands. You're like, no, no, no. It's very complicated to do anything and get a book going and everything like that during that time. But you started recently. So what did what'd you do before? Like, how did you get yourself to this path where you became an author? Well, I've wanted to be an author my whole life. Like, I've been writing my whole life. It's kind of always been the goal. Um, it's not full-time yet. I wish it was. That'd be great. But I still have, like, my full-time nine-to-five that I have to do. And I kind of get all my writing and marketing in, like, before I go to work, after work, on the weekends, on my lunch break. Sometimes while I'm at work, you'll it's see my escape, laptop. It's a good escape, though, I would think. I would think it's, a big, it's a good escape when you, it when you to write. It is, yeah. yeah. And and you're you're escaping for sure as you are writing what looks to be explain this to me uh, romantic fantasy is that what you would call this yes so this are these are, these are adult books are like are, are how romantic are these they're pretty romantic they are adult books don't kids put don't them read with these books don't read the books kiddos yeah, okay. what I wrote when I was fourteen is definitely not what I wrote so now. these <laughs> these are spicy. They, I would call them steamy because this is the thing I've been learning Ooh. in my marketing. Okay. Is um, especially with like book talk right now and how they label things. Steamy is different from spicy. Like spicy is like, like I've read some of the books that are spicy and they make me be like, oh my goodness, have to, right. I have to clutch my pearls. <laughs> like, oh, what is this? And then like steamy, it's like it's on the page. It's explicit. But it's like you have like one or two scenes like that. So is this? So I would compare that to. I would think this is what popped in. This will this will age me right away. This will date me immediately. You're like Joan Wilder from Romancing the Stone, right? You ever see that movie? Like she, the, uh, she's the I writer. Michael Douglas is in it. She writes romance novels, and like then all of a sudden she ends up in what is basically a romance novel, and that's what the whole thing is. Like she she actually gets to live one. <laughs> And not be I a think writer her books are up. a little steamier. Steamier, <laughs> yeah. Just by from what I've like seen from, yeah. 
You've been reading these. I've been, I've been researching her. I was like, <laughs> I like these kind of books. Hannah, Hannah was so excited. I for love this the artwork there. on the books too. I'm like, ooh, I want to do that. They want the girl with the red hair. <laughs> like, yeah, I want her. Do you get into these kind of books? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't see. I've never gotten into that. Right. I mean, men on the other hand, I think are very visual creatures. Right. I mean, like we don't sit down and go, all right. Like you know, I'm in the mood. You know, I'm going to pour myself a Chardonnay and start reading words on a page, and that's going to get me going. <laughs> Women like it sucks you in, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. You're just in a different world, a fantasy land, and you're escaping your everyday, and you're just enjoying the moments. So the you have a new one coming out on the twenty twenty first twenty first, and this is the second one. This is the third one. Third one. Is this a series? Like people need to go back and read the first one, or are they standalone? So it is a series, um, but each book follows a different character and a different couple. But there is an overarching storyline. Okay. Um, when the second book came out, I did have a few people say they were able to read the second one without like having to read the first one. They were able to understand the plot line. Um, but it is recommended to read them in order. I feel like that would be the best experience so you can fully get the whole context. So do you have the same characters in each book or is it a new set of characters? Yes and no. So it is the same. So you'll see characters from like book one and book two and book three. Okay. But the main character will be different. Got it. Okay. As we sit here with Emily, we learn about her series and later on Hannah uh, is going to ask some questions, Emily, about how to become an author, how to write your first book. What's the best way to do it? A lot of people have ideas about this, but they don't know how to get started. If you've been injured at work, you need to get started with the law offices of Parente and Norum. You need a team that will do what it takes to fight for your rights. The insurance companies only care about one thing, the bottom line, but the law offices of Parente and Norum has the experience, dedication, proven results it takes to get you the care and compensation you deserve. They have recovered nearly a half a billion dollars for their injured clients and loved ones. For a free case evaluation, EP Podcast listeners, call or text them today at 312-641-5926 or visit pninjurylaw.com. All right, Emily, take me through this series. Give Give me an idea of what these books are about without giving the book away. Okay, because this one over here has been researching you. She's like glowing. She's so excited. I need something new to read. I'm going to consume all these books and slide into these characters right here. And like, you know, this is a single woman. Right. We've talked about this several times. So like you, you're like, you know what? Every once in a while, rather they have to deal with that stupid app that keeps picking these losers I'm dating. Dude, they pick some losers. (laughs) I'd rather just get a book from Emily here. Just get the make-believe people. They're better. So, So take me through this. So they're fairy tale retellings. Okay. And the first one, the Knights Chosen, is Snow White. But you do see some interspersing of other fairy tales in there. But basically, our main character, Aira, she is the Snow White character. She is going to be heiress to the kingdom. She's preparing. She's been betrothed to another prince her whole life. And they're preparing for the wedding. But she's not really sure if this is the right thing to do. But then uh, she finds out that her stepmother has poisoned her father and she's next on the hit list and she has to go save her father and her kingdom. And Where does where does the love come in? Well, she ends up having to go on a quest with her betrothed brother. Oh, well, well, I'm sorry. We got that. Who's she? So she's on a quest with her brother. 
Herbie Troves brothers. Or oh, Herbie Troves brothers. Oh, I was, I was so worried. Her I, was like, I was like, hold on a second. I mean, she's like, going her, after the brother. I was like, I haven't read these books yet. And I was like, she's wait, her and her brother are getting together. Like, that's how I heard that. <laughs> Don't worry. I was very this is concerned. Not Game of Thrones. This not Game be, of Thrones. This is gonna be the quickest interview ever. They're gonna be like, well, the EP podcast has gone to incest. It's time to get rid of it. People be unsubscribing left and right. Okay, good. I'm glad I misheard that. So now she's she's out with this guy. And, uh, and, and and when you draw upon these characters, like, is this, like, Hannah comes in and talks about the weirdos that she dates, yes. okay? And every once in a while, one or two of them that she likes, right? And so are you making these characters based off of past experiences that I would imagine a lot of authors do that? Are you drawing back? Like, th- does an ex read this book and go, oh, man, she's making fun of me or she's using this? Yes and no. Um, I've actually learned I'm not really great at like having, oh, this character is inspired by that person. But I can kind of take bits and pieces of my own experiences in life and like people I've met where I'm like, like I work in customer service. So you kind of meet everybody. Yeah. (laughs) As you can kind of take bits and pieces from like people where you're like, oh, like that was a really interesting quirk. Like I'll kind of tuck that away or like. A lot of it, just experiences of, like, emotions and stuff. You just, like, you know the feeling of what it is to be lonely. So you end up pouring that into your book. Or, like, you know the feeling of wanting to protect your family. So even though the characters may not be from real people, a lot of, like, emotion and your own life experiences do seep in. Just because, like, you can't help it. It's part of who you are. And so it's just going to pour into whatever it is that you're working on. Do they all have a happily ever after? Or is it a cliffhanger type thing? They do have... Ha- this series so far has all had happily ever after. Okay. I gave away the ending of all the books for crying out loud. Right. But that's romance, though, because that's the thing. Like, like People expect that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, and actually, it, technically, if you don't have a happily ever after or happily ever after for now, it is not a romance book. And that's why really? you'll never find, like, Nicholas Sparks... Will never be found in a romance bookstore. Really? Yeah, because they don't have happily ever afters. Yep. That's like a requirement, huh? Yeah, it is. Well, you know, to me, it'd be like sitting there and telling me this book will end up okay. And then you're reading it and it's like, you know, it, it, it takes the mystery out of it, I think, a little bit for me, you know? But then again, the last series of books that I really sat down and got into was Game of Thrones and he just kills people <laughs> left and right. Nothing, <laughs> no, nothing ends up, nothing ends up well. And then he doesn't even finish the thing. Yeah. You know, did, did you ever get into that or do you get what what kind of books do you get into? I've read I've read a bunch of stuff. Like I have read Game of Thrones. Um, how I does that guy not f- how does that guy not finish that book? I know it's very frustrating. You're an author. It's like, very can frustrating. you even explain that to me? How that how, what you know, you would think that he would keep going, especially if he didn't like the way that HBO ended it. And he just stopped. I know. I don't get it either. Maybe I think my only theory is like maybe he's just like, oh, I have lots of money now. I know, like, exactly. I'm good. Like, I'm good. I, and it's like, because at a certain point, you know, you just are kind of like, I could just see like some authors just being like, well, like, I'm not scraping yeah, to was... like get that book deal anymore. Like, they'll, I can write whatever I want, and a million people are going to buy it. So I'm just going to write whatever I want. I'm going to do whatever I want. And if it takes me like 30 years, well, People are still going to buy it because I wrote Game of Thrones. And there's probably some burnout, too. Like, by the time he got popular, it was like, I didn't even want to write anymore. (laughs) But I just kind of got stuck doing it now after all these years. And he's, like, done done doing it. You know, you're you're early on into it. So, I mean, like, it's... uh, it's got to be kind of exciting. What's the best part about being an author? Is it is it, like, going and doing these... Do you go and you read your own book? Have you done one of those things yet that... Um, 
I haven't live. Like I've done a couple like YouTube or Facebook live type of things where I've done some readings. Um, I do really like getting to know um, the readers and other authors. Um, like what kind of what's been really cool with like my publishing house is they've really worked at creating a sense of community. And so it's kind of nice where it's like we're writing maybe once was kind of like, well, I'm sitting here alone with my laptop. And now I'm like, oh, I have like all of these other like writer friends now. Yeah. And we're all kind of in the same boat and we can like help each other and talk to each other. Um, so it's been really cool to be able to get to know readers and other writers at the same time. And um, yeah, just connecting with more people who love books. Building relationships, supporting the community and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. It is now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard, and Cool Clouds wants to give you an alternative. They have a full taster bar, great CBD products, and a brand new location, northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie, right next to the very soon-to-be-opened Spoken Vine. Check out all they have to offer at coolcloudsvapor.com or stop in and see them at 3148 West 95th Street. The village is hiring a full-time executive assistant to the police chief. There's a list of duties here, but if you think you're qualified or you want to see what the qualifications are, evergreenpark-ill.com. Youth Spring Soccer Registration is open. Recreation League is having this for ages 4 to 14 with the season beginning on April 22nd. It goes until June the 10th and the fee is $85 for residents and $95 for non-residents. Go back to the website I just mentioned and go to the Rec Department section to sign up online. The March for Meg 5K Walk and Skin Screening Event coming to Evergreen Park at the EP Firehouse 8900 South Kedzie Avenue on Saturday, March 25th from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. The free skin screening begins at 10 a.m. and the 5K Fun Walk kicks off at 11. Get more info at marchformeg.com. And the Office of Citizen Services is planning an overnight trip to Springfield, Illinois. Wednesday the 21st of June through Thursday the 22nd. Two days, one night. You're going to visit the Illinois Route 66 Hall of Fame and Museum in Pontiac. You're going to tour Abraham Lincoln's Presidential Museum. You're going to tour the Illinois State Capitol Building and much more. Get all the details from OCS at 708-422-8776. Now, Hannah mentioned to me when our guest was sitting down here that she wanted to learn more about how to write a book. I think everybody's had an idea at some point in their life about, I'm going to write a book. They've even had like some kind of thought of what the book would be about. But getting started and going through the process seems complicated and generally people don't do it. So why don't we learn about it? And that's brought to you by SidSauce.net. 
Local Evergreen Park Company creates hot sauces with peppers. They grow right here in the EP, bottles them, and then brings these hot sauces right to your door with free delivery. See everything they have to offer at SidSauce.net. Now, who are your favorite authors? Like, who do you sit down to read? So, I will say I am a big Sarah J. Moss fan. Um, I love Erin Morgenstern, The Night Circus, is my favorite yep. book of all time. Um, I'm really into an author, Rebecca Ross, right now. She originally started as young adult, and I really loved her young adult debut. But I'm right now reading her adult debut series. Um, she gets a little steamier. Just a tiny bit. Tiny. It's a yeah. tiny bit. Like, her reaction is fairly clean. Right. But like, sense. it's this like Scottish inspired fantasy. And it's like very cool. And like all these like different spirits. And there you can summon the spirits by playing the harp and stuff. And it's just like, it's very cool. Now, how long does it take you to write a book? I've always wondered that. Like you get an idea in your head. Okay, it's going to be the Snow White version. And she's going to fall in love i'm assuming she falls in love with what's supposed to be her brother-in-law like once you sit down how long does it take you to go from like start to finish so uh so my first book that was published that one probably took me maybe like a year year and a half to write it okay um just because as i was you know just getting started and i had the luxury of taking my time because i didn't have anybody saying you have to have this in by this time and so I could uh, kind of play with it a little bit because when you first submit to um, literary agents and editors and publishers, you have to have a complete book. Okay. Um, like nonfiction, I believe you can like pitch an idea um, and maybe a few chapters, but for fiction, your first book, they want it to be complete and then they'll help you clean it up and make it better. And so I had that, but now I probably say like six months to a year, kind of depending, like right now, It'll be a little bit more under the wire, but I'm procrastinating a little bit. Writers are great procrastinators. Now, yes, yes, we are. <laughs> you wait, there's deadlines. You wait to the last minute. Exactly. <laughs> now, what, why did you decide to go with a publisher instead of going self-published? Um, well, some of it is just, I like having the, in a way, it's like the, having like that confidence of someone behind you. Because then even it's like if you have those doubts of like, oh, man, like my book really stings. Like, I'm not good at this. I'm not terrible at this. I have like my editor and my publisher. There's been times I've like emailed them or texted them and I'm like, I'm terrible. I'm failing you guys. I'm the worst. And they're like, no, you're not. And they're like, you know, like, you're fine. Just keep going. Okay. And so it's kind of nice to have that. But it's also, you know, like I don't have to pay for my book cover. I don't have to pay for my editor. I don't have to pay for my copy edits. They take care of the formatting for me. And so in a way, like that's kind of nice. Like self-publishing, you've got to do all that on your own. Either you have to do it yourself or you have to pay someone to do it. So that's a really big perk of having a publisher as well. Did you have to go through several publishers to find one that would like pick you up? I know I've heard it from a lot of authors that they get a lot of rejections from publishers and that, that that would drive me nuts. I would be so nervous. Yeah, so I had one book that was more of an urban fantasy um, that I uh, pitched and queried out to literary agents for a long time and it went nowhere. I got like tons and tons of rejections on that one. And so then, like, with this one, I kind of was, like, tentatively hopeful. And I kind of pitched it out to a few people. Um, And then, thankfully, as part of a... There used to be this contest um, online where you could have, like, other authors mentor you. 
And um, I didn't win the contest. I wasn't chosen for the contest. But one of the authors still kind of took me under her wing. And she actually ended up pitching my book to my publisher. Oh, wow. When she met them at a, at a conference one day. And she was like, I know this other girl. And I think this book you would really like. And so they were like, yeah, have her email it to us. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah, it was really cool. It's like I just... You know, it's like some of my favorite authors, like Anne Rice is one of my favorites. Yeah, and she, I th- want to say Interview with a Vampire was rejected, I want to say 70 something times. Yeah. You know, before she finally got her break. And it's like, there's any group of people that know perseverance, it's authors and it's writers. How to take that no and say, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm right. And I'm going to keep going. Yeah. So. And then if somebody really aggravates you who doesn't like your book, you make them a character. And then you kill the character like on page 72. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In a gruesome, horrible way is what you do. So... Uh, Emily uh, Hornberg, she's got the Cursed Queens. That's the name of the series. Uh, if you're if you're looking for her title as an author, she actually goes by E. E. Hornberg. The names of the books that are already out: The Knights Chosen and The Shadows Heir, and then the new one is The Forest Keeper. Yeah. Okay, so that one is coming out on the 21st? Yes, it is. And where can they get it? Everywhere? Amazon? Like the local stores? Like where are they looking? So, um, so far, not a lot of local stores are carrying it. Um, I believe Love Sweet Arrow in Tinley Park. Um, they might have some. Um, I, like, I'll, like, give them a copy when I, when I have my author copies. And, um, I believe they have carried The Knights Chosen, um, in the past. But online, you can get anywhere. You can get it at Amazon. You could go to barnesandnoble.com and get it there. Kobo, bookshop.org. Kind of wherever your favorite online retailer is, you can get it there. Um, and then I know, like, always you can re- always request it at your local library. Um, I believe the Oaklawn Library um, has been carrying my books. But I know a lot of local libraries, like, if you walk in and you say, well, you carry this book. Like, they'll probably order it for you. And same thing with bookstores. If you walk in and you ask them, hey, can you carry this book? If they know people are interested, they'll go buy it. Yeah, I'll talk to Frank Murray over at the Evergreen Park Library. <laughs> I got a, I got a guy. He comes on the show <laughs> a once guy. a month. We'll get him taken care of. Uh, before I let you go, though, and I appreciate you stopping by, uh, ever a moment when you're writing these steamy books where you finish a scene and you go, oh, no, that's spicy. I have to stop. <laughs> and you go back. Does it ever get out of control for you? It doesn't. Actually, my editor has to tell me I have to kick it up a few notches. <laughs> like, she'll like, be reading it, and she's like, no, you have to put in more, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> it's the EP Podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast. Evergreen Park. <laughs>